Welcome to Epileptic Rants. My name's Lucas. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. All I'm going to do is get on here and rant. How is everyone doing today? I hope you consider yourself blessed. I know I do. I was able to wake up and put my knees on the ground and thank the Lord for life. Every day I can do that, I consider a blessed day. Well, I feel good today. I woke up early, feeling good. As to where I believe, yesterday, I woke up feeling not so good. So I feel today's going to be a good day. I have a plan in mind. I'm thinking about going to apply for a part-time job. But having epilepsy, a lot of people don't want to hire you. I don't know if it's considered discrimination or not. But that's one thing they don't like are epileptics doing any kind of work for any kind of company. I've been told many times it messes with their insurance. The only reason I'm thinking of going to apply for a part-time job is because I don't do anything. I just sit around my house. Of course I do my podcast. I try to do my blog. I don't spend a lot of time over there. I usually keep it just for a seizure journal. Even though I pay for it, you would think I would spend a lot more time over there, more than I did over here on Anchor where it's free. But I just don't spend that much time over there. But I do a blog and a podcast. But I do a lot of reading. And I watch a lot of YouTube. But I spend a lot of time alone. And I believe that's unhealthy. Especially for a person like me. I really need a social circle. You are my social circle. Those of you who are listening. Just know that. I do go to church two times a week. And I socialize while I'm there. I socialize on the ride there and the ride back. And while we're sitting there after the service. But... I just don't do much socializing during the week. The cat just doesn't talk back. I need to find a way to get out and socialize more. Living such an introverted lifestyle, and I don't know if introverted is the correct term for it. I don't know what the correct term for it would be, but living such a locked in lifestyle can be very unhealthy and it's something I want to work on I want to be able to get out socialize and not be so alone not be so locked in not be so segregated from the public and I'm not segregated because anyone else is segregating me from the public it's something I'm doing to myself Due to my epilepsy, 
I don't have a driver's license. So, if I want to go anywhere, I have to depend on someone else to take me. Or, I have to walk. And I'm just so afraid of walking anywhere. Even though I live right in the midst of town, which in its own way is a double-edged sword. Because everything is so close, yet there's so much traffic. And I'm afraid if I get out and walk, I just might have a seizure in the midst of all that traffic. If I was to apply and get this part-time job, I would have to walk back and forth on the days that I was scheduled to work. And I'm afraid to walk. So as far as actually applying for the job, I really don't know yet if I'm going to. I feel it's something I need to do, but I don't know if I want to do it because walking back and forth to me is just very scary. But if nothing else, I got a ran out today and that's what I like to do. I like to be able to get a ran out and just get this stuff out because it helps me vocalize it and then hear it myself and it gives me a way to think about it. If nothing else, let's see if we can find some good news to brighten our day up. Now here's a good story. These are the types of stories that I like the most. Not that long ago, LaShinda Williams was living in her car and wondering where her next meal was coming from. Raised in the foster care system, Williams never had a stable home life. I spent my life moving from foster care to foster care, dealing with child abuse and things like that, Williams told CNN. In the end, nobody wanted me, and I stayed in the system until my senior year of high school. In addition to the abuse she suffered in foster care, Williams was hampered by a learning disability that made finding jobs more difficult. But, even so, she never stopped trying. Whether it was luck or fate that led her to the parking lot of an East Nashville, Tennessee Kroger grocery store, William's life was about to change for the better. By day, she became a store regular, striking up conversations and making friends, even when she couldn't afford to buy food. At night, she'd move her car to a new location, hoping that the staff wouldn't realize she was living in the parking lot. When associate store manager Jackie Van Dyl heard Williams mention her goal of working at the store one day, she told her about an upcoming job fair. Impressed by Williams' can-do, upbeat people skills, Van Dyl made sure she made the cut from candidate to new hire, helping Williams with her application and even tweaking her resume. It only took Williams a month to get her first promotion from part-time cashier to full-time checkout associate. Soon after, she was able to afford a new place to live. As it turned out, 
It was the very first apartment she'd ever had with her name on the lease. When Kroger customer V.L. Williams, no relation, learned his favorite sales associate was getting her first place but didn't have anything to furnish it with, he looked to social media for help. She is always trying to help someone, always trying to be a light in a world that may seem very dark, B.L. told WZTV Nashville. His post to the East Nashville Facebook group got more than 200 responses. Furniture, small appliances, and just about anything you need to furnish a home started pouring in. You don't know how good this feels. I've been through a lot. Thank you. This means the world to me, an emotional Williams told her benefactors. Thanks to the life-altering chain of events that started in a Kroger parking lot, Williams now considers her co-workers and her customers, whom she calls her babies, to be her true family. When I was hungry, they fed me. When I needed a pair of gloves, they gave them to me. These workers that I work with, they are my family, she told Good Morning America. The feeling is more than mutual, with manager Jackie saying, I wish we had 120 of her. With her indomitable spirit, welcoming attitude, and warm as sunshine energy, happily for Williams, sometimes what goes around really does come around, and nowhere has it been more well-deserved. I just love feel-good stories like this. Stories of people who were just at rock bottom and then, by the grace of God, they get a hand up and they grab a hold of that hand and they pick themselves up and they find a better place in life. May the Lord bless LaShinda Williams and her East Nashville, Tennessee Kroger store and all of its associates. Let's see if we can find some more good news. With all the plastic floating in our oceans, this is a really good story right here. A California company is employing ocean microorganisms to convert methane into physical material in order to make a line of single-use straws and cutlery. New Light hopes their revolutionary technology, which popular science called the most important innovation of the year, will go a long way in removing the burden of single-use plastic straws and other takeaway food components from the ocean. The manner in which the material that New Light calls air carbon is made comes straight from the example of nature. Taking in a greenhouse gas is something co-founder and CEO Mark Herrema notes happens every day in the form of photosynthesis in plants. Since 2003, the company has been wondering if it were possible to harness that action. Underwater, however, microorganisms don't merely dine on CO2 but more powerful greenhouse gases like methane as well. 
harvesting methane from an abandoned mine in California, engineers at New Light add the gas to a tank containing 15,000 gallons of seawater and millions of microbes. The microbes consumed the methane and turned it into a meltable energy source inside themselves, which New Light promptly extracted and dried into a fine white powder that's dishwasher safe, carbon negative, and ocean degradable. New Light has been able to generate a line of hyper-sustainable products, the aforementioned flatware and straws, but also fashion products. Covalent makes a line of wallets and sunglasses out of the same air carbon material neutralizing the greenhouse gases associated with the production of leather and synthetic materials with the special carbon negative ocean-borne material eliminating greenhouse gases in every stage of the value chain. Meanwhile, Restore Foodware dissolves in seawater like cellulose, which actually provides food to everything from microorganisms to fish. Their line of cocktail and jumbo straws, along with takeaway flatware, won Technology Pioneer Awards from the World Economic Forum. The cutlery and fashion items are available for pre-order, with shipping estimated to begin by October 30th as production ramps up at a new facility in Southern California. The people at New Light feel that the unique way in which air carbon is made infuses a bit of the earth and humanity into our day-to-day -day lives and can represent the circular economy in a meaningful way. The methane born of human productivity goes to feed nature's microbes that create a product which we can then use in our homes again. The cycle concludes after it returns to the ocean whose waters it emerged from, to break down and feed the life which produces the material once again. Well, this is definitely just a great story, because one thing I know we're all tired of seeing is plastic. Plastic everywhere, and I know the oceans are full of it. May the Lord just bless this company, New Light, and their air carbon, which is eco-friendly. Well, this turned into another one of those days. I had no idea what I was going to rant about, but I got another one out. I just thank you for tuning in, and just know that as long as I'm feeling well, I'll put out another one tomorrow. So again, I thank you for tuning in, and may you have a blessed day.